is the Nico and Chris Bears postgame wrap-up podcast show featuring Nico and Chris. I'm Nico. And I'm Chris, and your Chicago Bears drop a heartbreaker by the razor-thin margin of 31-10 to against the much-aligned New York Jets. And this game sucked. Yeah, they didn't get up early for the harvest. Uh, no. <laughs> make sure to uh, follow us at NNC Bearscast on Twitter and on Instagram. And listen to the show wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Nico. But yeah, 31 to 10 is the final. Um, it was 10-7 Bears at start of the second quarter. So, what is that? 24 unanswered points yes. from the Jets to finish the game off. And let's be fair. The Bears were coming into this game with no Justin Fields. A prematurely hurt Trevor Simeon, who started the game and played okay. Didn't play great. But, you know, he wasn't going to throw the game away for you. Um, Even though he did. Jaquan Brisker and Kyler Gordon both out with concussions. And then to top it all off, Eddie Jackson gets hurt. Darnell Mooney gets hurt during the game. Somebody else, I think, got hurt too. And it just, I mean, the conditions were bad, anyways. The Bears couldn't survive. And here they are. They're 3 and 9. Going into the game against the Packers, who are also not very good right now. But if the Panthers win, which I think they will win uh, by the end of the sentence, um, the Bears will be in control of the the National Football League draft, that is. Not just any draft, but the National Football League draft. That's the thing, where they get to pick the best player from college. That's important. And it is, and in a way, yeah, the... uh, Considering all the draft capital they already have. Yeah, with two minutes to go... The Panthers are in control, twenty-three to ten over the Broncos. Um, the Denver Broncos. Yeah, you just you just don't get football. Um, I think they're a fine team. Yeah. Uh, so they would have the number two pick after that, and a lot of people are going number two pick. That's where a lot of Hall of Famers are drafted. It's where a lot of great you know players that turn around. Very true, but also don't be surprised if this general manager decides to trade back. And get more picks. And look at the last few years. Now with the way contracts are set up where teams don't have to overpay for a quarterback his first year or the number one overall pick for the first year, teams are more willing to trade up future assets to get players that they want today, players they're willing to take on. The Bears did it with Mitch Trubisky. The 49ers did it to get Trey Lance. Um, I That think worked out well. Both trades. Just both amazing. trades. Amazing. People still talk about what a shrewd move that was. And do you like how we have to focus on talking about the draft capital the Bears have in April of 2023 instead of the team? team no, I right? know. The team, look, look. God, that was a bad fucking game. If really, come, there's not a lot to talk about in that game. Once you heard that Justin Fields had a, not a fully separated shoulder, a partially separated shoulder, which but he hurt the joints, which is not good, on his non-throwing shoulder, you knew he wasn't starting today. And if you thought he was starting today, kudos to you. I wish I had your uh, confidence. Because I would have been so fucking mad if he started today. No, and I'm glad he didn't because A, the conditions were terrible, and B, the Jets' defense is actually pretty good. You know? Um, it wasn't just last week. The last two weeks, they've only they only allowed three points before. So they gave up 10 to us, which big deal. But they shut the Bears out the rest of the, whole, the, rest of the damn game. Right. Not, not the biggest feat in the world, but they kept saving under 150 yards passing. One touchdown. Right. Uh, he was neutralized the run game. David Montgomery was wildly ineffective. Yeah, he let me and look up. He threw a pick to finish the game, so he finishes one touch and one INT. Right. 
I gotta look up that stat really quick. Um, As the what twenty seventh starter since two thousand for the Bears, the twenty seventh starter for Which the Nico Chicago Bears, twenty five out of twenty seven folks. Two from of them, memory, yeah, two of them I couldn't think of. And and one doesn't count because he doesn't really exist. Jason Campbell. That's Jason Campbell started one game for the Bears in 2012. He played for Washington before that. And Cade McNown, who I thought did not play in 2000 but was, started nine games for the Bears in the year 2000. Who, by the way, when Josh McCown was a starter, every Bears fan in the world called him Josh McNown. They probably still so he, do. He is basically the same player. McGowan also was another one. Bears QB Trevor Simeon is seven. This is from 1240 p.m. Central when the Bears scored the touchdown. Bears QB Trevor Simeon is seven of nine. Passing for 120 yards and a touchdown. His passer rating is 155.8. This is from less than an hour ago. Simeon is two for six for 21 yards since the seven and nine start. He's not good. He was well, and, and, and that, and there, on top of that, the reason he's the backup's backup, right? And on top of that, once you get away from the scripted plays, which is something they work on all week, which plays the, the player's strengths. Now you get to the plays that they have to just call because they're in the situations that they're in and the ones they plan for. Tons and tons of audibles, tons of timeouts because personnel could not get into position. And you just saw what a difference it makes when Justin Fields isn't the starting quarterback. Look how bad that offense is. That's last year's offense. That's Mike. That's Matt Nagy's offense and Mike Nagy's offense. I don't give a fuck who it is. It'd be any of the Nagy's. It's... it's Mike slash Matt Nagy out there. It's that offense all over again. There's nowhere to Josh move. Josh McNown all over again. Yeah, exactly. McGowan. I mean, you know. the <laughs> Rose there's, McGowan. There, yeah, it's her too. It doesn't move. It doesn't push anybody. David Montgomery's the only one getting yards. Cole Komet is non-existent. It's that offense. When you have Justin Fields, think about that as a fan. Think about how much he truly changes the game. And yeah. It sucks. We have to look all the way to April and May now for the draft because. So we got next week. We have next week the Bears play the Packers. So hopefully, um, blowout forty nine to ten Bears. Bears. Ready. Bears win that game. Um, uh, a new revelation here for the show uh, between last episode and this one. We have acquired Bears tickets. Yes, that, that's probably the only other exciting news we have today, except for me calling out all those Bears quarterbacks from memory. <laughs> that was awesome, though. Yeah, and making fun of that hillbilly that wore a cowboy hat to your high school. <laughs> the hillbillies, yeah, yeah, for sure. But one in particular did not appreciate. Yeah, he did not appreciate my the harvest. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on, he looks ridiculous. Anyways, that is, that's a solid own. Yeah. Okay. If somebody's if I wore a cowboy hat to school and somebody said that to me, I'd retire from high school. <laughs> I would just leave. I'd go home. Yeah, he probably did though. He probably did. I never saw him again. Probably because we were also in different grades, but I never saw him. I, I think he quit school. Yeah, he didn't graduate. He, he moved he, out of state. He moved he, to Montana. He embarrassed. You challenged him, and he's like, I'm going to go buy a fucking I'm going to Yellowstone this. <laughs> I'm going to go Yellowstone, and he did. I'm going to... Not animals that people use. I'm just going to herd animals. <laughs> he's got parakeets and shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm waking up, and I'm rustling them, and I got a sheepdog. Gotta rustle these parakeets in the macaw I have. <laughs> Gotta get these ocelots out to the fucking the pasture. Got all these got all these porcupines and honeybees <laughs> that I'm trying to corral. Uh, I'm saying things like go on and get, but they're not they're not going and getting. I just I don't know what to do anymore. Uh yeah, these but we fucking honey badgers, I swear to God. But we came into the uh, possession of some Bears tickets. Yes, they are playing the Philadelphia Eagles, Eagles. on December eighteenth. 
So we, we get to see a playoff caliber team. In Soldier Field. Uh, it should be. I mean, if if the, if the you know if it's going to be true that probably Justin is going to sit out next week against the Packers, then the Bears finally have a bye week. There's a good chance that Justin starts. 14 games into the season before the Bears bye week. That is insane. Right. And that now look at look at all those guys that are hurt. All those guys that had to keep their shit together. And now look at, you know, the terrible conditions today. The rain just was not helping. And everybody on it Twitter. It affected the Jets, too, for a little while. Yeah. And everybody on Twitter said that the Jets field is really, the Jets slash Giants field is really bad. Um, but at the same time, you know, uh, I guess, you know, hopefully Justin's back for that game against the Eagles. It'd be That's going to make the game at least a lot more palatable to watch. Because if not, we're just going to have to get totally obliterated and forget there was a game on. We're going to anyways. Yeah, that's going to happen. Um, it's going to be... Don't, don't badger us. No, yeah. a good time. It's going to be the four of us, right? You... Yeah. Myself, uh, Nico, uh, frequent contributor to the show, Christopher T. Sheets. Shazam! Shazam! And Brandon Sheets, who's been on the show one time. And refused to talk. Yeah, he's a he's a Steelers fan, so he doesn't count. He doesn't, he doesn't actually like real football. Um... Uh, <laughs> He doesn't know what it's like to struggle. He had to pretend to like Mitch Trubisky earlier this year. He's like, he could be good. He, I'm, I'm looking forward to what he pulls off here in Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, coach Tomlin has a good game plan. He's a guy who he calls him coach. Does he really? I call, I'm making that up. I just oh okay. I was like, oh god. Uh that's not that's. I mean, I called the Eberflus coach Flus one day, and I was like, oh no, that scraped off my. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, look. Granted, we're we're talking about the draft. We're talking about, but you see the di- my point. My argument today is you see the difference. How much Justin Fields really matters to this team right now, and you saw it's a whole lot. It, it's a whole lot. Um, and now you, I mean, now you see how far away, um, how far ahead you are as a team. Because if you if you believe you have the quarterback, sorry, I had to rustle that thought. You know, I, I had to say go on and get to that thought. If you if you know you have the quarterback or feel you have a have a quarterback, well, your draft becomes a lot easier. Your team building becomes a lot easier. The problem is there's a lot to rebuild on this team: receivers, offensive linemen, defensive linemen, you know, linebackers. Except for Jack Sanborn, who's the greatest linebacker of all time now. Um, jumping Jack Sanborn. There you go, jumping Jack Sanborn. I like that. Um, besides that, I mean, this is a bad team. This is a six and eleven team with a bad offense last year and a okay defense when they were healthy. And now there's no defense on this team, and they're three and nine. You know what I mean? And they mentioned it on the broadcast. They started out two and one, and now they've gone, they've gone what one and eight since. So they're. Only win since that start was the Patriots in prime time, right? Yep. And, and that, the that most was the game win. that got Zach Wilson benched. And Mike Smith looked like a fucking world beater today for the Jets. I never Last remember the guy. Yeah. I'm sorry, Mike White. Sorry. Mike White, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Might as well be Mike Smith. Who gives a flying fuck? Right, sure. I'm not a Jets fan. I don't have to know the man's name. Right. Mike White was their backup. They put Darrell Revis in their uh, circle of honor today. Yeah, yeah, good for him. He played five seasons with those guys. Five or six, he he got he scored that big contract from. Remember, he sat out for like a whole summer and then just did they, nothing. They paid him twenty one million dollars a year to be a a cornerback, which good for him. <laughs> Shit, yeah, I'm, I'm not mad at him. 
but the whole Revis Island thing didn't even last three seasons. I I understand he went to the Pro Bowl four times, but I mean, people didn't throw to him. That that was part of it. It's kind of like how the Bears are right now with Jalen Johnson. Nobody throws to Jalen Johnson at the moment. He's such a good cover corner. Um, I'm not saying I'm not saying Jalen Johnson and Darrell Revis are the same player. I'm just saying you know what teams you know when Roquan was no still they're on the, the same player they're the exact same cut when Roquan was still the Bears with the Bears uh, I think he was one of the I think he was either first or second in best coverage linebackers in the league like his passer rating against was like 31 like he was he was first for a number of weeks players players quarterbacks did not throw his way because. His coverage skills were great. He was so fast and he could turn. So I mean, and that's that's you know, you know. Now we're talking about players that don't even exist on the Bears anymore. So, I, like I said, my thing is, there's a lot to. This game was a chore to watch. I won't. I won't lie. It but, was bad. But it's because the last six, seven weeks have been so good to watch, even with all the losses. It's like you see him get. You see Justin Fields get better. You see the offense move. You see Cole Komet get involved and all. I mean, that was fun to watch. I knew this morning, waking up, brushing my teeth, you know, best part of waking up is Folgers in the cup, you know what I mean? After I tended the harvest. Uh, <laughs> I knew that the game was over before the Once, once before I got the all the started. marmosets back in the pen. Once I once I parked my tractor, put it in the park, it's a big shifter, huge shifter. Um, it's got the skull head on it. Uh, <laughs> a skull head. Uh... No, once I was starting to get ready to come over here, I was just like, yeah, you know, Justin Justin Fields out. It's like, yeah, we knew. It's going to be three hours of, of football. Nachos were good. And I had a Mickey's, you which got I haven't had in a while. Nachos are good. Mickey's are good. Bears, not so much. Thanksgiving happened the last few days. I pretty much sat two of the three days of the Thanksgiving holiday. I didn't leave my house most of the Thanksgiving holiday, which is fine. I did I did take a long walk on Thursday before we ate dinner. I got like, you know, I was like, you know what, might as well work these legs out, get a couple laps in, and then, you know, eat a little bit, and then, you know, not feel as, not feel as fat. Carolina has officially won. Nice. Putting the Bears in sole possession of that second draft pick. Yep, which means it's the Texans won, Bears two. Detroit once again shooting themselves in the foot. They can't even lose right. It'd be hilarious if they trade us all their first rounders now just so they can get like a quarterback, like a CJ Stroud or something. I would love to see that. That's the thing, because right now, you know, what are the Bears going to draft for? They If they stay at two, they're probably going to draft defense or offensive linemen or somebody, you know, an impact player. You're not going to draft a wide receiver first. I think because of where they are and how many players they need, I wouldn't be surprised if Ryan Poles trades a pick and gets more draft picks for the future and for the next, for the draft. He did it this year with this year's draft. He just kept trading back and getting more picks because I think they were only going to have like five picks. I think, you know, I hate to say it, but I think they have it in Justin Fields right now. So, you know, these next few weeks, do you think, here's the thing. Stories coming out of Soldier Field too, or House Hall, where that Justin Fields was pushing to play all week, and that even even the brass was basically saying like, "No, you're not playing this week." So let's say you let him sit next week against the Packers. He gets the bye week off. His shoulder feels better. He can make throws a little bit better. Do you go with him against the Eagles? Because we're going to be there, and I want to see him play. Yes. 
Okay, for sure. As a football fan, no, you bench it for the rest of the season. Would you would you bench it for the rest of the season now? Absolutely. Okay. I say if he I feels mean, you, better. You see what you have, you see what a dynamic player he is. Right. If you're not gonna let him get his reps in the passing game right now, don't bother. Right, and because of the way he plays anyways, he might not he might well especially with your off shoulder, I know a lot of people say, Well, it's not your throwing shoulder. There's a lot of torque when you throw a football. You know, just like if you throw a baseball. It starts from your foot. Yeah, and you need you need that torque of your body, especially your off shoulder, to throw the ball well. If you're hurting every time you throw the ball, it's not going to work. Last year, Baker Mayfield tried tried toughing out a, a separated shoulder all season, and he threw twenty picks. You know what I mean? No. Granted, he Baker, lost his job over it. Yeah, granted, Baker Mayfield is not Justin Fields, but my point stands is that you can't. Yes, he is. I'd be willing to argue that no, they are the same person. Oh, they're the same. Have person. you ever seen Baker Mayfield and Justin Fields in the same room? At the same I, time? I haven't. I haven't even seen them on the same Hulu commercial. So they could, or no, it's not Hulu. What, what commercials does he do? They don't. They don't even do the same commercials together. He is good. It's though. Progressive. Progressive. That's it. Uh, Justin Fields is only he's on the Duncan billboards in he Chicago. Is. Hey, good for him. Duncan's good coffee. Expansive. They are Starbucks level prices right now. Exactly, and. I mean, they got food, but why? That sausage croissant ain't bad, but I will agree with you. It's, it's I don't like the croissant. It's too buttery of a bread. Eh, yeah. I don't get breakfast. It's French, and there. I don't eat French stuff. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Freedom sant. A freedom. <laughs> <laughs> freedom bread. That's what you want to call yeah. it. Freedom roll. That's what I'll call it. Um, I just It's not even the butter. It's too sweet. Yeah, I got I like, you. I prefer my breakfast a little more savory. Unless I'm going full chicken and waffles with the hot sauce and everything. I just, I, I'm more of a, the sausage cheese and the English muffin is my thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but I don't know where McDonald's, uh, where Duncan gets gets off charging me $4 for a small cold brew. It just. Yeah, it's, it's uh, if you go between two and six. That's the happy hour, right? The iced coffee is two bucks, any size. That's not bad. But you got to catch that two and six window. What if you're running late from work or something? If I don't have that four hour, if I can't hit that four hour window, then I've got bigger problems in my life. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, there's there's only forty seven Dunkins between me and work. It's, <laughs> where do I find the time to stop? Between your house and the stoplight, there's like twelve of them. On the way. <laughs> there's a Dunkin' inside of a Dunkin' at the Dunkin' in town. They they are they are sprouting off like that. It is. It's it's They're the Starbucks awful. gag on the Simpsons, but yeah. it's Dunkin' now. Hey, Bailey, hurry up. This place can turn into a Dunkin'. <laughs> when he walks by, the first, he walks by a Starbucks, a Gadzooks, a Starbucks, and then another Starbucks. It's funny. And then it's all Starbucks at the end, yeah. Do you get it? Because there's a lot of them. There's there's, there's lots of them. Um, he has to hurry up and get his ear pierced because they're turning the piercing pagoda into a Starbucks. Sparkle, sparkle. It was a joke. So I don't really have much more except, you know, uh, like I said, my points are... You know what? You've seen what Justin Fields can do these last five, six weeks. You've seen where the team looks like with and without him now. Because you haven't had that chance all year. He started every game until today. Now you see what they look like without him. And you see how much he really changes the game. And just for how much team. his offense is built around his play style. Right. Him as an individual. Right, exactly. And how defense. He's to call audibles and stuff. And how defenses really respect this offense. Because for as good as Montgomery. And Komet have looked, and and Mooney too to a point. It's because of how good Justin is. Imagine if they get more star elite players in here. Imagine once they get Chase Claypool really going. What you know if he if he's the player that they think he is. You know when you get star level talent. You know what I mean. Imagine what this offense could really look like. 
They're scoring 30 with... I'm not bums. Those guys are not bums. But they're middle-tier players, I would say. I think that's a fair assessment. Again, you and I, me personally, Komet, to me, was a garbage player. I didn't think he was worth the second-round pick. He just did not look good. Now you have a quarterback who knows what he's doing in an offense that can get him open, and he's finding him. He's putting the ball in his hands. Yeah, he was an absolute horseshit player under Matt Nagy. Right. <clears throat> so seeing what he can do now, now that he has a coach that understands to use that size to his advantage. Right. He's a big dude. 6'5". He's 280. And he's slender. He's, he's like he's really muscular. I mean, he can bully defenders at the line and get open at will. Which I don't understand why Nagy wouldn't do that. I remember sitting here. he's a moron. I know. And I, just, I remember I, sitting I, here the last harsh, two seasons. I mean, we, we have the gift of hindsight, obviously, but no. Nagy never had the makings of an NFL head coach. No, he, he To put it in not. Uncle June terms. Yeah. He's right. You're right. And, well, yeah, you're both right, damn it. Uh <laughs> No, I remember last year watching. I'm like, why isn't he in goal-to-go situations on the red zone, on the end zone line? He should be there right next to Jimmy Graham or on the opposite side. But no, like, no, that's not how he calls offense. It's like, oh, man. It's like you, he, he would just rather call offense than score six. You know what I mean? That's his whole thing. His whole motif is it's my offense. doesn't matter how we score <clears throat> as long as it's my way. It's like. I mean, that being said, Eberflus has had some head scratchers. Today first he had a couple of calls where we're both like, why the fuck did he call that play? First year head coach, I'm not going to... If this it's keeps a happening... He's, right, there's he's a learning overall curve. not a bad head coach. Look, and you know what? I'm going to say it again. Someone posted it. I think Aaron Lemming, one of my favorite follows on Bears Twitter, he said, he's like, I got to give the Bears credit. They still keep fighting, and they shouldn't be. A lot of teams would have given up at this point in the season, especially now that you're down to your third and fourth string defensive backs or wide receivers or whatever. Um... I will say he's got them playing. He, he they don't give up, and I mean it's a it's a refreshing thing when you get better players. You get players that still believe in that message. You know how much better is it going to look? And that's I guess that's the only thing you look forward to is in a way what's the what's the harvest going to look like later on? <laughs> Separating the wheat from the chaff. Right there, you go. That's the best way to say it. <laughs> that was good. Just hit me, you guys. That's a callback. It is. Here's a, here's a callback. Here's a reference. What's the blue harvest going to be like? It's a Star Wars reference. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Chicago Bears, nothing but Chicago Bears. <laughs> what are you thinking next week? Um, for the Packers game. Yeah. Well, they've not been very good either, and they have a ton of injuries now. If Simeon starts in Chicago, I still don't. I don't know. They still have Aaron Rodgers as much as that doesn't mean anything anymore. I'm going to say it's going to be low scoring, though. I'm going to say 13 to 9. I would have said 10 before. 13 to 9. Who scores the 9, though? That's where. You're going to hate me for this one. Everyone's going to hate me out there. <clears throat> I, I say Packers that. are going to get smoked tonight. They got Philly. Philly's going to blow them out of the water. Yeah, Philly's been lazy, though, the last few weeks. They've been bad. But, yeah, okay, go ahead. I apologize. Green Bay's going to break their losing streak. Against the Bears. And yeah. it's it's not going to be pretty. I'm thinking 24-10. Yeah, I think the Packers win, but I, I don't hope think... I'm wrong. Oh, yeah, me too. If they, if they Even in Chicago, the Packers, they, they get more calls in Chicago than they do at Lambeau. I know, it's ridiculous. You're going to see some nonsense roughing the passer bullshit. The Bears, they're going to lose their momentum super, super early. 
ever since that ever since that Dolphin game, it seems like the Bears have been targeted a lot for penalties against them. There, what was the one? There wasn't much today. Not today, but there was that one where I was like, mm, really? Oh, the first. Now, Claypool did get the makeup call later on. He got the P.I. call later on. But early in the game, on my way here, he had a oh, touchdown pass. a blatant P.I. no call. Yeah, the no call. Sauce Gardner. But the one Sauce Gardner hit him on and got P.I. call, he, he was just going straight up for the tackle, which is how Richard Sherman used to play when he was still pretty good. And who was his defensive backs coach was Robert Sala. So... It's coached for you, you know what I mean? Because that Legion of Boom defense was so good up front that they, they their their DBs would their DBs would hold on you all day because they could. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to have refs. Same thing call. the Pats did, right? You're not going to have refs call that foul every single down. You know what I mean? So, you know, um, yeah, I think the Packers do win, but it's only because, like I said, if Justin starts. I give the Bears a better chance, of course, but as I see it right now, I believe Justin's out until at least the, the Eagles game. Yeah, I don't want him to start because I don't want him to get hurt. Right, and like we said, you know, we were talking during the game, you know, next week after the Bears play, they get a bye week, and we said during this show, you know, then they get their bye week. It's 14 weeks till a bye week. That's a long time to ask a team to try to stay healthy, and look at the Bears right now. They're not. You, you saw it today. Jackson got hurt. Mooney got hurt. Right. They're losing key components left and right. That's between, you know, the Gordon and Brisker injuries. So Right. I mean, yeah, concussions. And who knows how how hard those concussion injuries are. So yeah, there's, there's a lot to um lots to unfold, lots to unpackage. Um but yeah, so next week in the next week in Chicago for the Bears Packers game, that's that's where we'll be at. I mean here in the basement, but We'll be watching it. Same Badger time, same Badger channel. <laughs> right. That was the Nico and Chris Bears Post Game Wrap-Up Podcast Show featuring Nico and Chris. That was Nico. That was Chris. Uh, make sure to follow us at NNC Bears Cast on Twitter and on Instagram. And make sure to give us a listen. Just search for Nico and Chris on your favorite podcast players because we everywhere. We up early for the harvest. And don't forget, if you listen to 60 Minutes or More, you can give us five stars on Spotify. That's so if you want to do that... Please. Subscribe, yeah. Let us know how much you love the show. Tell us how much it's amazing. Just click that follow button. Hit that first down. Get yep. that safety. Oh, <laughs> Eat that touchdown. Start that tractor. <laughs> oh, man, that's too funny. It really is. All right, bear down. Bear down.